What's up? We live. We're live. Awesome. So this is a pretty big deal. First off, we had a whole technical headache. Are we? How's the audio coming in? That's the number one thing. Is the audio good? All right. If anyone's watching this and audio is good, please uh, comment if there are any technical issues. Not that we can do. Not that we can hear. We'll see what we could do. We can switch to that audio, the camera, and it'll be fine. Anyway, I got an awesome guest. But before we talk about this awesome guest, it's okay. Fine. He's he's. he's, eh. Uh, This is my first LinkedIn Live in person since before the pandemic, and so trying to upgrade our gear. And uh, so we ran into some tech, technical issues, and we thought we're better to do it outside. Get I thought you drink some. Get a Mac. Get a Mac. Yes, uh, we're gonna we're gonna address that. Uh, what's Mac's market share? Oh, uh, oh, so you can just spit it. Quality, <laughs> quality, it diff- quality over quantity. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. All right, I I wouldn't exactly. I think you can get better specs. You know that you know that the Windows copy Mac, right? You know, so, this is a ripoff of my Mac. Do you know Instagram copied Snapchat? You're using Instagram or Snapchat now? Instagram. Okay, you deleted your Snapchat. We used to. I, I don't know Instagram. I don't know. It's debatable. I think it's. I think that's debatable. <laughs> Once they said they won't buy them, why do you use a PC though? Why? Why do you use a PC? Well, they're okay. So this is actually a great conversation. People like to do what they're used to. So I am used to a PC. You know, it's the same. UI. You know I understand that. I understand exactly. It's like Windows. Windows I like. Windows. I have no problem with this way. It doesn't bother me. So what if it ripped you it know off? That there are no viruses on my computer. I've never had a virus. I've never had either. Do you have an antivirus? I don't have antivirus. I don't have antivirus. That's oh, a different problem. That's <laughs> probably going to be saying that out loud. <laughs> now everyone's going to attack you. Anyway. That's fine. Plenty of attacks. Go for it. I welcome it. All right. So we're off to a great start. And uh, we there are a few things we wanted to talk about. Obviously, marketing and tech goes without saying. Because this is a place where both you and I are strong. We have a strong following. Uh, you all over socials. Me and LinkedIn in particular. Um, and we're both like passionate about it, right? And there's something unique in what makes a person passion. People say, I have a lot of energy, which I do. And you also have a lot of energy, which you do. It's a lot of caffeine also. Cheers to that. that. And uh, I feel that one of the things that make people like uh, a lot of energy is because, and you would say, you'd like to say that, like, you know, you have an ADD moment, is that there's so much you want to do that you're so many things that you're passionate about. So let's start off when you have so much to do. Whether you're an entrepreneur or if you're a marketer in-house in the tech company, and there's so many different marketing opportunities for you to do and collaborations for you to do, how are you? How is one able to, to like juggle and do everything? I mean, listen, there's just qualitative marketing, quantitative marketing. It's two different worlds. I'm I'm a qualitative kind of guy. You're the quantitative guy. I don't I don't do you know user acquisition. I don't run ads that do that for someone else. But at the end of the day, I think I think sentiment is underrated. Right? People's feelings. It sounds so like fluffy and whatever, but if people love your brand, right. it goes a long. It goes a really long way. People, I think, I think people, you know, are easy to dismiss emotions because they're fluffy, but that's what it is. It's all about emotions. What do people feel about your brand? Right. I mean, as you demonstrated, you in Apple, right? You're wearing the shirt. You're wearing the thing. So you're. But let's talk. Let's stay focused B two B because I feel like there's a challenge for marketers to get people to be emotionally emotionally connect with their brand. They see it as like a service, a solution, an important, you know what I mean? Like they don't get, they don't get emotionally involved or, is, or connected. The problem is most marketers answer the question, what, not why. Sure. I was, I'm, I'm rereading start with why right now. Yeah. So well, why, don't, why don't you elaborate? Oh, and by the way, if anyone has any questions, feel free to throw them into the chat. Wait, can I share this? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Let's oh, share it. Did you, did you did you tag me? Are we tagged? It's on your LinkedIn. It's on my LinkedIn. Let's Sweet. So let's do this. Just um, tag. So while uh, Hilla gets that it set up, live. okay. Let's see here. 
Um, if anyone has any questions at all, throw them, spit oh, them boy, in. I look, dude, I got to sit straight. Hold up. Wait, how do I look? Gracious. All right. I'm, I'm sharing. All right. This is, this is how he shares a lot. Why, why does it? I don't know, LinkedIn. That's what it says to me when I click share. Uh, it's don't worry about it because it's through the third. We're using Streamyard. But are we? Are we? Are we public? Are we yeah, we're live. Everyone sees no. and hears and watches. But is it you. public? Uh, yeah, the vent is public. So sure yes, that? yes, I'm positive the vent is public. Okay. I know that for sure. All right, I'm not one. It's like you know what it's like. It's like those people like you that have their um, Instagram to be private. I'm not. Dude, like I don't that. think we're. I don't. Yeah, we have a problem. But okay, what does it It's not. You're not able to share it. No, when I share it, it just so go to the event and hit the share button. Is that what you did? I did. Yeah. Live. Share this look. All right. So where's the link? I yell. Pop in the link. Pop me the link on WhatsApp. Send it to me on WhatsApp, and I'll forward it to him, and then you'll see how it works. Oh wait, what'd you send me here? No, I sent you an alternative link. Oh, you sent it. The alternative link shows. Yeah, sorry for the technical difficulties. And we're we're gonna get into this in a minute. I appreciate everyone hanging around. Yeah, no, it still shows me sign up. Here, I don't know what that's about. Um, forwarding it to you. Are you sure it's live? I mean, yes. sure it's public. I'm hearing it. Yeah. And it's public. Here, I just sent you uh, the link. Wait, what's the? Wait, what did you just send? That wasn't it. I yell it. Technical difficulties. No, this is what we want. I'm sending it to you now. Oh, I just got your. I just got the the second one. The second one I just got you. Yeah. What? Oh, the second. The sec I just sent you a new one. The second. Okay. There you go. Okay. So um, try that and then share that. All right. Let's see. If that don't work, then I don't know. Nope. This is wrong, man. I'm All right. Maybe because it's through an event. You generally don't do it through an event. I think your settings are not set to public. So All right. We'll figure it out. Anyway, we'll do it later. They'll find it later. Like, uh, 93% of our views come watch you the rewatch yeah. on LinkedIn, not right. to mention on YouTube. Okay. Um, anyway, yeah, so how, how okay, so we're talking about connecting emotionally with the brand, right? So I try to get people to emotionally connect with Wadi, right? And some people are able to do this, but usually you need a very charismatic, doesn't be a CEO, of course, but uh, an advocate internally, you kind of need a name or a face usually to associate it. Because even when you think of B2C brands, which you're able to connect with them more because more people know who they are. So like I'm in tech and marketing. If I talk to my mechanic, I can talk about Apple versus, I can talk about Apple versus Samsung, right? iPhone versus Samsung, the galaxies, but I can't. You notice by the way you just did. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you notice that you just refer to Android Am as galaxy. Yeah, 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 I know, I, I know. And you're a Nexus, you got, well, you're a Pixel no, not, guy. I'm, I have a Pixel, but I have a Galaxy watch. I'm a, I'm a so Galaxy. Why are you referring to Android as Galaxy? Whatever. Who people do that. Do they do? That's, that's. Well, no, that's ga no, 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 no. Gal the Galaxy phone. Yeah. Uses Android. Android. Okay, but people they miss they they call uh, Galaxy Android because Galaxy is such a strong brand. It's exactly what we're talking about. Samsung. Okay, is okay such so a that's what brand. I did. Okay, yeah, Samsung's a great brand. Yeah, so people don't talk about Pixels. People don't talk about LG. People talk about OnePlus. They talk about Samsung. Samsung is such a strong brand. It's exactly what we're talking right. about. Right. Okay. I like. By the way, I think Galaxy is a great. I used to have Galaxy. I mean, you just Look. like you just demonstrated exactly what we're talking about. Good. Perfect. So let's t let's tie it. In. Let's tie it. Right. In. So we're able to, so like everyone knows, so I think the reason why B2C people are able to associate with them, because I can talk to my neighbor, my father, and talk about two different B2C brands, right? It, it, talk about cars, right? Hyundai, Hyundai, whatever, any car we can talk about, Toyotas. But when it comes to B2B products, right, my, you know what I mean? What am I going to use for invoicing? What invoicing software are we going to use? I can't speak to, and this, I'm not even talking about high tech. it's less sexy it's, like, it's not. I, there's less people for me to speak to to relate to about it. I go to my synagogue. If I talk about I'm using green invoice to send invoices, no one knows what that is unless you're not your, you know what I mean? Unless you're, unless you're a business owner. Correct. Yeah. Because B2B, that's what I'm saying. Right. So I think one of the main challenges of being able to make an emotional connection is, is very few people are aware of, of most B2B brands. 
So to think think of the clients that you that you that you serve and that you consult for, right? And you advise, right? The B2B ones. Right. If you asked your take, you know, 10 people off of your block or 10 people out of your show, hey, do you know of this company? They wouldn't know who they are. I agree with you. B2C is sexier. And it's more applicable. I think that's why people are able to make a connection because you get this tipping a point, you get this effect that like many other people know who they are. Well, everyone's a consumer. Correct. Everyone's a, a consumer. Exactly. Not everyone's a business. Exactly. Owner. So it's more related. So I think that they I think that's why it's so hard to make an emotional connection because I can't say me and someone else I like both love this brand because they don't even know of that other brand. But you can both say, hey, you know what I mean? I love Tesla. You love Tesla because we both associate with Elon Musk or something or, or what he's doing or green energy or there's a greater good as opposed to uh, cool technology that has a solution. i think of an example of a B2B company that's equally as sexy. As that's that. exactly the fact that you yeah, can't think are, of it. But there are, there are a lot of companies that are there, Yeah, but they're only less than my point. I need more coffee. It'll come back to me. Like Salesforce is no, no, the no. widest appeal. It's not sexy. Salesforce but has a, a wide appeal. I'm just thinking, I'm thinking as wide appeal. Yeah, no, that's. All no. right. So when it comes, when it comes to you, we'll, we'll come back to it. Right. All right. So one of the things I wanted to one of the things I wanted to talk about is uh, I think we might as well bring it up because it's uh, the elephant in the room is the war right now going on with Hamas, right? And uh, so we may hear some jets over it uh, going over, uh, which is astonishing to me. And I want to talk about the social media and the traditional media aspect of it. One is that like uh, there's so many people that are so ignorant because of media and social media that they're they don't even know that they're regurgitating, they're, it's literally like anti-Semitism. You literally, you like, so, not even like a derivative, and they're, and and they're, it's totally lost on them. You know, uh, how did we, we're, I, I believe it's a media, social media issue. I think a big of it is lack, is the problems in universities that teach people how to think backwards. Um, I'm struggling against, unless you're in STEM, you go to universities. Put aside your opinions for one second, let's do this objectively, right? I think, People like who spread lies, they're not spreading lies to be evil. They're literally fed those lies. They believe Correct. Them. So your opinions are assigned to you more than you develop them. Right. I mean, listen, there are people who know they're lying. But I the understand. Majority, right. Majority right, 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 right. They're the same. They just don't know. Correct. You know, and they don't know because at the end of the day, the, um, the number, sure, I'm talking volume, okay? The volume, the number of people with their narrative versus our narrative, I mean, there's no comparison. They're, they're literally billions of people and we're like thousands. Right. You know, so, I mean, our story just won't get the popularity that theirs will. Sure. It's just a number. Okay. Game. I understand if it's a popularity, if it's like, okay, you know, the uh, sports teams, but we're not talking about that. Right. So we could say, you know what I mean? The, you know, the New York Knicks has as many more fans. Well, they have two New York basketball teams, but you know, a bigger market, let's say this serves a bigger sports team. will have bigger fans than let's say a smaller city naturally, right? right. A greater city because they serve fair, no, but, but, this is, this but it's is, more than that. But this, this is actual like truth versus lies. Correct. I mean, this it's is literally like correct. objectively it's not lies. Just, right. It's not even a tribal issue. No, so so how do we fight in social media? That's a really good question. I, you know, I, I once sat with uh, Peter Lerner. Uh, he's the spokesman of the IDF. He was the last spokesman of the IDF. And he, he literally called me into his office asking that question. We can't win on numbers. Like It's just objectively, there are billions of people and we are tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. Right. That's just a fact. Like We're not going to win on the numbers game. Right. So how do you win? And so you know, I don't know that there's a right answer, but I mean, maybe it's my naive self who believes that like at the end of the day, truth prevails. Like I don't think so. You really don't think you think like I, I don't believe that truth prevails. I I don't think it doesn't prevail. I think whether it prevails or not has to do with the. I mean, so what do we do then? In that case, we're we gonna lie. We're not gonna lie. We, we you know we're honest. We tell the truth, and when we make a mistake, we stand up. But like the other side is just literally lying. They're taking pictures from Syria and saying that it's. I know. So and when do you, you buy that? How do you fight that? I don't know. 
I don't know the answer. The question: Do you fight fire with fire? No, so you no. can't. We're not gonna lie. I understand that, so right? We don't me, because it's a it's an anonymous character. Yeah, to me, it's you got to play the high ground, and, and I, I, I do. But, but the people don't follow the high ground. Well, I believe that eventually they will. Maybe Why? Yeah, but believing isn't enough for me. I, you're right. I don't, I don't. I'm saying that's the only option I have. I don't, I'm not gonna. Make I know what you mean. I'm just wondering if there's anything. I don't know. If there's a better option. So we gotta we gotta stick to the truth and hope for the best. I mean, you're right. The the the, the lies are much sexier, right? Oh, of course they are. Uh, also, it gives people virtue. It makes them feel like they're uh, uh, morally superior. Why don't we put, hold on? One second. I'm gonna, I'm, why don't we actually talk about the issues at hand instead of talking about lies versus truth? The reality is, this is just a fact. Okay, Israel does everything to minimize civilian deaths. Correct. Fact. To like, to it's not a to, to a point. I would say that's exaggerated. To, to a point, what I say it's to a point where Israeli civilians are, are become at risk. Yes. To a point, some would say it's even immoral to the, like, to the extent. Perfect. Like an example, you have a building that's harboring terrorists. They they are in that building or a or a tunnel. Right, mm -hmm. if there's a kid within a, a radius of whatever, then Israel will not bomb that. Mm -hmm. Again, these are facts. This is right. Not, so is that a good thing? I mean, yeah, we don't want to kill innocent children, of course. On the other hand, there are 50 terrorists. They were going to kill hundreds of children. And, you know, and they're they're intentionally bringing that child. Right, so it's a really. Big, it's not like oh, there's one time there happens. It's not a simple. It's not a simple discussion. It's a really complicated discussion. And I think at the end of the day, Israel. I, I'm proud to say that Israel's always taken the higher ground. With by the way, we're, we're human. We make mistakes. But at the end of the day, our mistakes are their strategy. Correct, which is why my, which is why I like that. I think our, our whole strategy, strategy. I think our whole strategy is backwards. Really? I think it's all backwards because if you know one of the great, be in my opinion, obviously it's my opinion, being unpredictable is one of your greatest strengths. Not in in business, in marketing, in strategy, or or in foreign policy, is being unpredictable. Right. If your enemies know what you're going to do, or enemies or competitors know what you're going to do when a certain some things happen, you're predictable. They know how to react. You're going to you're lose. right on the on the front of the war, but when it comes down to at the end of the day, morality. Right, fifty years, twenty years from now, when we look back at this quote unquote war, we realize that we killed innocent children. I'm not sure. It's a steep. I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't know. No, no one knows. It's I, also I immoral to let terrorists survive and kill innocent uh, people. Correct. So it's and, and, and kill civilians in Gaza. By the way, I just, By the way think of how many civilians yeah. continue to die. Yeah. Think of how many people talk about, right, they're Judenrein, they're anti-women, anti-gay, anti-any liberal value. Yeah, that's think, funny, by the way. Think of how much oppression continues because, because of it, right? I read this morning, I think it was on Twitter, that the LGBTQ community in America is supporting the Palestinians. Of course they are, of course. Like, because do you realize not, what happens to you if you walked into Gaza right they, now? If they don't care, it's not it's about crazy. that. It's just anti-Semitism, right. it's fine. It's just but they but they, they know that, right? Do they are know we, that? Are they ignorant? Are they ignorant? Yeah, they, don't they don't know that, they, they don't know that. They don't know, they think they're, they, they think they okay, stand for the truth. I, okay, there's yeah. that, I think that's the problem with universities and media. So let's bring it back to media. So I have this theory that all, and we've you've learned this in the last year, you should now, that experts seem to be wrong and radically overvalued. In general? in general, in general, okay, that's my opinion. Explain. Okay, so experts on polling wrong. Experts on coronavirus. Experts on mass. It seems like the experts just have more experience, but have no idea. It's a very general and statement. I, it is, I'm speaking general. I'm not talking about specifics. I also find, I also find that uh, specifically, um, experts are already just like someone that has a university degree. They're trained to think a certain way right. that m often is not relevant or applicable for circumstances at hand. Right, so and by the this is business. This could be politics. Right. Could be economics. Right, this, so this could be foreign policy. In, in right? Business. That means like you have a certain perception. Uh -huh. of, let's say. Let's just give an example. How ads are run most effectively. 
And that you know on LinkedIn. But what happens when a new platform comes and you have to adapt? Yeah, correct. I can tell you how many people I've interviewed that they have their excellent B2C advertisers, Google and Facebook. And they're like, oh, I know Facebook. I can do LinkedIn. And and you it's a different and it's not. And you might understand the platform and the data and the numbers a little bit. But I mean, the lead gen versus e-commerce is one thing, but the whole different long-term strategy to that, it's not so, you know, one expert in a foreign policy expert isn't an expert in specific foreign policy. Oh, you know what I mean? An advertising expert isn't an expert even in B2B. And then you have so many certain segments. And then even then things change and every unique situation is a unique situation. Right. So you actually shouldn't come with it from your experience and expertise. I think you got to leave your, your sometimes you need to learn how to leave your experience behind you well yes and no i mean like for taking ads for example right so there are things that you can learn from let's call it facebook ads and apply on linkedin ads but there are things that are different you can't take it 100 percent and just put it on right? it's a different platform but there are things whether it's the human psychology and how people perceive ads or whatever it may be there are things that you can you know you know take between platforms but you can't ever think that you know this is a universal truth that applies everywhere it's, it's just correct not. no i understand right so it's a lot of people i don't know. so i i'm uh, in general, I guess to kind of bring it back and we'll bring it back to tech is that uh, when you hear things from the media, I mean, they've been wrong about so many things. And uh, no, the media and, is a weapon today. Correct. It's a it's weapon. A, it, right, right. It's, it's a, tool a for weaponized thing. Like, right. you know, that, that again, in our case, that, that our enemies are using against us. Mm -hmm. and, and, and by the way, it's, I don't know if, what to call it. I, to me, it's pathetic. Like, I literally just right before we went live, I just I was looking at my Facebook and there was a, I'm not going to mention the publication, there was a publication that literally just, their, their title was What's not a publication. Not, Business Insider, not 99% false, 100% false, yeah, yeah. just lies, straight up lies, mm -hmm. because they're fed garbage by the, okay. you know, by the whatever, and so they they don't know better, or or they do know better, they know what sells, I don't know, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt and say they don't know better. No, it's time to start giving people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I don't know. But this, is, this isn't the first round. This I'm just is, saying, like, it's This crazy. is human lies here. spread lies. This is morality. Lies. It's, it's not even like, it's not even like, um, you know, half lies, it's lies, straight yeah, yeah, up yeah, yeah. lies. Like, yeah. But by the way, but let's say the Business Insider, I mean, they have an obligation to actually check sources. And the problem is most people in media now, in general, it's all hit jobs. It's a hit job on Israel, or a hit job on a, a hit job on public figures. That that's what I'm saying. Like I've I've lost in the last year, year and a half, like almost all credibility with with experts in the media. CNN says something, I know it's probably the opposite, right? right. It's a, no matter what the topic is, right? right. You know, so it's a, in general, I'm just finding that experts and um, in investigate reporters, let's not say investigate reporters, also them too, often it's it's distorted. You also have to, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. You also have to remember this is a business they're running and what sells more. Correct, correct. True hatred correct. sells. Always sells. It sells, that's Always it. Sells. So like, and, but, I, 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 I saw the, these, these anti-Semites had a, uh, uh, in, in America, were driving around with a huge like Palestinian flag and trying to, and yelling in Jews. And on the truck, it said, um, Hitler was right. Wow. And then it also said under it, the Holocaust never happened. Nice. So I was like, it's just kind of contradictory. It's like anti-Semitism sells and we'll put it on the same side of this truck because it sells so well that it can contradict and right. And it, it wouldn't even occur to people how that makes no sense. It's just like it's, you know, and, and in the media reports on, oh, demonstrations, it's not like they never highlight these people. It's, really, it's frustrating. What's frustrating to me, and again, I think we should move on from this topic, but what's frustrating to me is just the, it's not even like gray. It's black and white. We are doing right. everything to minimize civilian deaths, and they're doing everything to maximize Correct. civilian deaths. Correct. Period. Full stop. Period. It's not a, By the way, on both sides. By the way, they, they, they try, we try to minimize uh, um, for us and, the, and residents of Gaza, and Hamas tries to maximize uh, civilian deaths yeah. in, in, in Israel and, and the residents in Gaza. Said, it's just, you know, that, that's their, Mercy, and they want that's the their strength. Da, 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 da. They don't care. But how do you win a war like that?
What? How do you win a war like that? You, you want my honest opinion? I thought yeah. we were trying to switch subjects. Oh, switch the topic. Because I have. <laughs> you can't see probably. Yeah, we lost half our viewers already. Whatever. I don't, it's their problem. If they, if they, they have plenty of places to go if they want to be fed the same bullshit they're fed. If they want to hear tactless, truth stuff that often doesn't make you feel comfortable, but it, it's a little cognitive dissonance, but you know you grow, then this is why they're tuning in. And that's who my audience is. Yeah. Uh, and if there's any questions, I yell at. Uh, if anyone has any questions, throw them in. Um, we're, we're happy to address them. Are we? All right, cool. What? Are we? We want yeah. to go there? Oh, I love questions. Yeah. I know, but on this topic? Or this topic, right. Probably better not. All right, sweet. Okay, so um, another question that I often get, a lot of people ask me, um, there's two challenges I'm seeing in the industry. One is how to find great talent, and then the other, fundraising, uh, raising money, which is less interesting to me. Um, how do you... So I have so many clients reaching out to me, I mean, not to mention engineers and tech are sure to come by, but even marketers, a lot of people are looking and I I, would, I know so many people, I have so many clients that are looking at technology clients, B2B tech clients in Israel, they're looking to hire marketers, but also they're willing to go in America and hire too, and they can't find good talent. How, why is that? Is just, is B2B marketing like too new? No, is it like- I think it's a, it's a question of misconception. I think people- you know, they look at someone that's with no with no experience, and they assume they have no talent, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, how do you measure talent unless you hire the person to work with them? So they're, they're basing it on you know superficial things, like okay, this guy has four years of experience, not seven, he must not be a good marketer. When in reality, I've gotten hundreds of people jobs, zero experience, and they kick butt at the job. Right. So, like, I think that the I don't know what to call the perception or the the decision making process by which you 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 know determine how talented a person is is broken. You know, it's very like hasn't changed in forever basically but what's on their resume okay check check right right, 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 right. but it, it goes nothing. it goes back to the same thing about i didn't study marketing I exactly that's the whole thing i was gonna say you the whole thing about 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 experience when he knows is bullshit like a college degree often you're and i have a college and i have an mba and i've and i you know graduated honors top grades and i know it's such bullshit because what i not that what i studied was lies it's in even in business school it's no longer relevant right it's so rapidly not relevant right the the world is changing so quickly. The best thing to do is someone that has like hands on, someone with six months a hands on experience yep. is worth more than someone with a four year degree graduating. Hundred percent, hundred percent. It's not even. It's not I mean, even. I've close. literally gotten hundreds of people jobs with zero experience because I said to the CEO, "This guy or this right, girl this is amazing," character. and hire them, and they did. And literally, almost all of them were like amazing at their job. They had zero experience. Mm -hmm. That's how I hired Elliot. You go. You know, a woman said, just hire her. Sorry. Just hire her. Call her for real. Trust me. Hire her. She's a good one. Like, fine. Don't bully me. <laughs> I think the old school characteristics just don't apply in today's world. No, no, right, right. They don't. Like to be a doctor, yes, you need to study medicine. Yeah, other than social STEM. media. Other than STEM. If you're not science, technology, engineering, mathematics, right. a university will make you stupider. It will make you think a certain way that's not relevant. You'll be taught things by professors that are that have studied have often have no experience in the private sector outside of the university. He has is nothing, and they since they have learned, th things have changed much more rapidly than it will right. just while you're in college. And it's a huge waste of money and time, and probably the core years of your life. Yeah, imagine you have a marketing degree from some college five years ago. Literally nothing. Absolutely nothing, nothing is nothing relevant like today. Nothing. 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 So platforms have changed. By the way, if you graduated today, what you learned, what you what you learned even last last semester, which was that course was developed two years before at least, right. is already not relevant. Right. I'm not saying that people shouldn't go to college, but I'm saying put it in. I am. If you're not in STEM, don't go to college. Really? Yeah, absolutely. What, what, what if you're not in STEM? It's a waste of time and money. No, you're acquiring knowledge. That's no, you're you're much better off 
going and even working for free, getting real experience, taking that money, investing it. Guess that what that's worth in 20 years when you're in your 40s. You know, disagreements cause drama and that gets more, you know, I'm going to disagree with you. Wait, are you just saying that? No, I really do disagree. Okay, so go ahead. I want to hear Listen, I, I, Other than STEM, no, so saying, other studied, than STEM, I think going to college is a huge mistake. Okay, so I studied political Why? science. Why? What I studied political science. Okay. I think it gave me a rounded education. I think, because I'm not going to politics. When, when did you go to college? Oh, 10 years ago. Ten years ago? No, I'm scared. When, when did you to do the math? Math is not my. Uh, uh -huh. um, but I, I think it gave me a rounded, more rounded view on the world. I think you know. Again, I'm not going to work in politics. So, but it, it, so my opinion is that that first of all, it's usually like that freshman year, and we're talking American University. I know it wasn't ten years ago, but I don't know why. It was more yeah, than that. I know. Than that. I know. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't want to give out your age. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but the universities got worse too, and things have changed faster. But. I believe what you, what those very few courses that you might have gotten a wider experience. And I have, there are a couple courses on uh, quality of research and statistics, which I use. Yeah. But these are things I think should be taught in 11 and 12 in high school. That's a different discussion. And, and there's, and by the way, now, because I didn't have YouTube, I finished my MBA 10 years ago, uh, 11 years ago. That's when I met you. And um, they, um, um, and there wasn't YouTube, there wasn't Udemy, there weren't ways to learn. Right. Now, if you want to learn, literally in, in two nights, two full days on your own, you'll learn more than an entire semester. Again, I'm going to disagree with you on that. I you're right on the surface. You okay. learn superficial knowledge, but to get deep into it, like, in my opinion, like, yeah, 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 go in ahead. In my opinion, when you go deep, you're in a course on whatever, let's say, I don't know, political science, you're on a course in mathematics, statistics, whatever it may be, you're going to go deeper than you Wait, wait, on hold YouTube. on. Not mathematics, not science. Oh, I said except okay. STEM, except science, technology, engineering, even and marketing. Even, even, even politics. Uh -huh. even like but it's still not relevant. What you just, I mean, like, I mean, look, we've had four peace deals in the last year, okay? That's because we did against everything conventional that you would have learned in, in public poli sci school. That's the truth. It's, it's, Trump. it's the exact opposite of the whole thing about experts. You know, it's, like, it's women, exact opposite. And even since John Kerry comes like, first the Palestinians and then we can appear to the Arabs. It's like, and then, and then Trump comes, who breaks all the rules. Many of us hate some of them. Many of us like some of them. But in the foreign policy, he brought four peace deals and six months during a pandemic. And I was like, oh, totally. And he broke all the rules. So as I'm saying, what you learned in poli sci is actually backwards, no longer relevant. And what you learn today about other issues is no longer is not going to be relevant. It's not going to be relevant. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, yeah, question. it's relevant. Yeah. Is it worth doing an MBA then if first degree is not relevant to work at all? Is it worth doing an MBA? No, absolutely not. Wow. And I have an MBA, and I. No, true towards experience. I would hire the the. I learned the most working for kind of like a lone wolf entrepreneur, sitting next to him, seeing how he does invoicing, following up, a recruit, the sales, like customer service, da da da. You'll learn more getting an internship than you would from an MBA. You're right. I hear what you're saying. You're saying on the practical level, you're gonna learn. Yeah, yeah. But, you, but there's something to be said for a rounded education about not things that are philosophical, not necessarily practical. There is something to be said for the fact that. You want to learn history. You want to learn philosophy. You want these things. Give yes, you but yeah, I agree. And guess what? I didn't. I lost. I study right now history and philosophy, but I do it through YouTube's and and I talk to a couple of friends in the school. What do you, I learn more now? And by the way, you get to know who you are when you're older and what your passions are. Not when you're 18, right? So it's also you when you start to really get to know yourself when you go through real life challenges and all of that and, and all those struggles. Then you kind of start to see what interests you. And then anyway. Because the problem is, oh, here's what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I'm going to choose when I'm 17, 18. It's a joke, not to mention it's not relevant. I'm going to, I'm going to stand my ground and say I still think a, a traditional education is important, even in today's day and age. But it, but it's not been a – just because I 
wait, wait, when you say traditional, you mean sit in the classroom? Yeah. College degree. Okay, I think it's a joke. Okay. Other, you really think a person should not? I think outside of STEM. You're going to tell your kids not to go to college. Uh, yeah, outside of STEM, my kids will not go. To, I will not. I will not encourage college. Uh, outside of STEM. I don't know about that. They will learn saying. more. They will learn more. Let me give you an example. Let's say my kid wanted to learn marketing. Let's say she wants to work. I have two daughters. Let's say so they really want to do marketing. Um, sending her one week to shadow you, she will learn more about marketing, tech, and entrepreneurship then she will in taking a four-year, three-year course. First of all, thank you. Second of all, I hear what you're saying, but there are fundamentals. There are fundamentals you, you Right, learn. I'm just saying those fundamentals are better than class. And by the way, not to mention, we talked about anti-Semitism earlier. So much anti-Semitism is brainwashing universities. It's not a coincidence when you believe in such rubbish, ask them if they have a college degree. There's a correlation between higher edu higher education and believing shit that isn't true. They're intellectual. They, they, they're so disconnected. Well, from you're that. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not debating that. But I still. I still think there's room in our world for a for an in-depth, you know, degree as opposed to on the surface, right? You, yeah, you can in YouTube. You can learn things on the surface, like mark. Let's think marketing is a perfect. Wait, but example. I, but I can learn more in depth. I mean, if you want to learn about law, I can. I can. I can shadow someone two days at a law firm working. One day in court, one day in the office. Here to shadow them, and you can learn more. Then, then, then I'm just using that as an example. No, I'm not sure that I agree with that because there are the fundamentals. There's the history. There's the, there's there's fundamental. Yeah, principles. but the, but the, the history you learn online so much faster at double at two x speed. Not about speed. It's about going deep. You're, I don't, I don't know, think college don't, goes deep anymore. I don't know. I mean, okay. I don't think. That's a good I, I think also now with the internet, if that's fine. still love you, man. Of course, okay. obviously, because right. I'm really trying. Hey, to Even get though you're wrong, love I still me. love you. Yeah. All right, go on. Yes. This, you know, I was thinking the same thing in my mind about you. <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> any other qu any questions on education? Anyway, yeah. So I, my my opinion, my opinion outside of STEM, I don't see what you're going to learn. What do you have a degree in? Uh, my undergrad finance, uh, finance, international business, and my second degree uh, MBA at Bar Ilan. I got a, a finance, like international business. Finance so I have a degree in political science. Yeah, like zero to do with what I do for a living, but I, I feel like it gave me a rounded, a well-rounded education. I don't know. Anyway, all right, let's go on. Okay, fine. Okay, so let's talk about uh, the so finding talent. I know we were talking about that. And I don't know how we got off topic. Uh, you know, we're all over ADD. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> uh, people are starting to say that more and more about me. Um, how do you? So how does what? What is so people? Do you think people are they're expecting too much like book smarts and knowing too many terms? Do you think people go more on character? And I have this opinion that someone that can learn, especially today, someone can learn to be independent work independently so you can say hey do x like hey you know whatever it is so do the research or whatever create a campaign even if they don't know how they have the capacity and capability to figure it out and do it on their own i don't disagree with that that's true but i, I think that's more important than why, let's why, say experience why those things aren't mutually exclusive correct what i'm saying is i think too many people are leading too hard on experience and not uh capability and being able to self-taught especially as there's more experience work experience or education no, forget education. You know my opinion, unless it's STEM. You, ex, you know. So they're depending on experience to what? So let's say someone wants to hire. Um, uh, I have a few clients. You're in saying mind. the company. The company the wants to hire uh, a, a CMO or a head of marketing, a director of marketing, yeah. right? And there's and there's cybersecurity company, and I have a few clients in mind, and they can't find the right person. They're like, "Yo, help me find it, right, so a that, person." And so I'm. Is there a shortage, or are we maybe like what you're saying, people? Where you where you alluded to is that there's so much great talent out there you just don't know their talent right. because their their talent hasn't been hasn't come off in in their experience in their experience yet. Right. I still think that there's you know first of all there's an entire HR space and with all the companies out there with all the innovation going on. I still think we haven't cracked it. I still think we haven't been able to tap into 
real life human recommendations. We're still we're still looking at things that are irrelevant. And at the end of it, like I said, you know, for me, for whatever reason, people trust me. And so when I say this, when I say to a company, you know, this dude or, or this woman is amazing, they, they don't well, even have a degree. Why do people trust you? That's, that's I've, I've, you answer that question. I don't know. I think because. I think it's not it's not because of your success or anything per per se. I think when you have when you put your reputation on and associate it with somebody else, right. you only have something to lose. Right. So therefore, they would say there's nothing in this right. for Hill. He's obviously saying the truth. He really wants to help, and people know that you want to help. Them. They I follow think you. That I, I think we have to institutionalize the concept of personal recommendations. We haven't like we're, we're still with all. And you you heard what I said about college. I still think there's room for it. Still room for like you know formal education. But I don't think we've yet been able to tap in, into, you know, personal recommendations in a institutionalized way. I, th I, I, I just feel like, again, I'm, I, I show you my Google Drive. I have 3,000 yeah, yeah, resumes yeah. in my Google Drive. And yeah, I send them off to this guy and that guy. But I don't think we've really figured out a system where we can really tap into personal recommendations. Because at the end of the day, and I, I just said, like a degree is important. But if someone's worked with someone and they, they know they can execute, you know, that's worth more than anything, you know? And so we haven't really figured out a way to like, I don't know what to call it, to build that kind of as, as, a, as an actual like product, let's say. There are many, many platforms out there in the HR world, but I don't really, know. Like, how, how do you test for work ethic? How do, you, how do you test, right, for this person works well remotely and, 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 and doesn't bum around? How do you test for that? You can't test. How do you, that's the saying, you yeah. can't. I, I believe, I'm just thinking of this now, there might be, and here's a great idea, someone should maybe run with this. If maybe you've, a third party technology, not yet, but maybe like an agency that can pre-screen people on non-quality, non-quantitative metrics, qualitative How metrics. Do you do that? Then you turn maybe, it to quantitative. If you're uh, uh, you might not get. Maybe you have to give them a number score or something. But you would uh, maybe if maybe if to give them a number score. Or something like that, but you would say, "How does this person work well?" Or in teams, they prefer to put on headphones and you know listen to music and, and do the work. And these are all legit things. And when you're asked these, and I feel this when I'm asking in an interview, that they're telling me that they're trying to answer how they think I want to hear it. Right. So now I have to ask it backwards. And then I'm like, maybe they're just saying it because they want to hear it. Maybe they are right. All right, um, guy from uh, Kaimovich from Blend says. Unless you're super connected, you won't get an interview or foot in the door without a degree or MBA if it's the requirement from hiring management. So my opinion is if you're if they're requiring you to get an MBA, I think you're in the wrong business. I think you're at the wrong employer. I also disagree with I also disagree with the comment completely. Like I think from experience, I've gotten hundreds of people jobs who did not have the you know the relevant experience. Right. But I'm just saying that your 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 employer guy, uh, I think the employer's backwards hasn't adapted. If they demand an MBA, then the, the, I mean, aren't you competent? You're working there now, right? He said, my foot in the door without a degree and the requirement, uh, a requirement from a hiring manager. I mean, if that's an absolute requirement, I mean, what, you're going to get an MBA and guess what? A couple of years is no longer a requirement. That job's no longer available. Anyone who requires it, and I have an MBA and I don't even, and so, very few of our employees. Geography know. comes into play here. I think it's different. Well, right. There, okay. So there, there are cultural differences. Yeah, yeah. I agree. In Israel, there, like literally, I've been like, I'll email a CEO and be like, dude, this, this woman is amazing. She's like, I've worked with her. She's unbelievable. And, and the, but, but hold on. But, but let me ask you this. If he saw the CEO, if he saw her CV, her resume, and so she it didn't say experience. It didn't say education on it. Yeah. Right. But it had good references. Yeah. It didn't have, would that, would that stop without your recommendation? Without your recommendation. He wouldn't even look at her. He wouldn't look at her. Yeah. Right. So, so therefore he has 
he, I mean, along with 90% of people, have a flaw in the talent that they look to well, attract. Then how else can you measure it if you don't, you don't know something? But that's what I'm saying. Maybe we need a third-party thing. But at, at, first of all, I think you, everyone should be open to anyone that doesn't have an, an education. No, hypothetically now, if it's just, not gonna step, go, how, yeah. what else is there? I mean, if there's not recommendations and there's not experience, then mm. what is there? What, what, what is, how does a person possibly know this person's talented and capable? That right. recommendation with that, I mean, that's the- Right, I know. So what, right. what do you suggest? I mean, so uh, I'll give you an example. My business coach on this, he said uh, to see what like because we're all remote now. We're all in Israel, but we're all remote. All our all our employees. So he said to see how serious they are about working remotely. And if God forbid there's an emergency in the evening, tell them great. We're interviews are only at nine p.m. Okay, just to see how see how they respond. How dedicated there. Yeah, just how dedicated it's for an interview. If they say, oh no, I'm only available during the day. I've just pre-qualified someone that when we have an American client, Wednesdays we talk to our American clients and we stay up late. Just Wednesdays, right? Let's say. So like it's just – it's one way that you can, without them knowing, that you can just say just by their reply. I'm, I'm thinking – It's a little here. unfair. I agree. But there's no better way. I'm but agreeing with mom's you. mom's in a hospital and they can't talk to you at night. Well, they would say that. No. They, no, anytime. I say, what's day next week? And eight o'clock, you know, right. Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday. Right. You know, that. and if yeah. they come back with Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, next week, 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock instead, oh, I'm only available during the day. And then I say, we only interview in the evening. And if they say no, then that's fine. I, so how can you pre-qualify someone on on work ethic, on character? Right. Characters right. Re referrals, but you need... Right. No, it's a problem. It is a problem. I feel like in general, the HR world is super primitive. I feel like we right. haven't... You know, we, and listen. You know, we do have more tools at our at our disposal today. You can look up a person on Twitter and see. You'll learn a lot about a person from social media. There's a lot of things we have tools that we didn't have. You know, in the past. But at the end of the day, I feel like with all the all the tech and HR, with all, I feel like we haven't even scratched the surface. There's something. So I think it's backwards. I've been wanting to. I already bought the domain. I was going to start with the woman, a recruitment from just for marketing and tech in Israel. Okay, just more. Okay, I think it's backwards. I think the problem is that here's how I would build a, a recruitment. Uh, an HR, uh, a recruitment company. First off, the employer doesn't pay. Employer doesn't pay, okay. Yes. I will pre-qualify, do your research, do your references, and we'll only just like, and we will give you a sort of like, uh, I recommend you, and we put my recruitment brand on it, and you pay, and the employee pays. The if you get plays. It's the flies. It's man. one fly. <laughs> um, the employee plays. I think the, the what if you pay... Yeah. But they need to they need to apply in order for you to represent them. Wait, walk me through this again. Okay, so we don't, let's say I'm looking to hire someone. They don't have that much experience. I I do all the research on them. I call referrals before they even find an employer. I get to know who they are, and I find a position that's perfect for them. Not getting them what they think is a dream job, and they get there and they say everything's chaos. Rather, we find something based on their personality, right. their lifestyle, their work life integration, right. their who their skills, uh, on, if they're entrepreneurial or they want to be an entrepreneur or not, if they're an extrovert and introvert and all these personality things that we're all born with, how we're going to, uh, how they're going to apply, find a job that fits them geographically. Is it remote? How many days in the office? Or are they going to manage people? Are the people, right. there's a million things that fits their personality and you place them in the job. And I think that it, the person that you place, if they're there, let's say after six months, then they should compensate, then they should pay. Not the employer. I think that's a mistake. Interesting. Because I think it's backwards. Because in the employer, then they're just here, just show them here. They're just shoving you in interviews. That's not right for you, thinking it's a number game. Right. But here, now I'm saying, hey, they work with me. I can vouch. And then ideally, what I would do is after you do this for six months, you have, if you want me to place the best talent and I know they're right for your job, then you can also turn around and eventually get money from the employer. 
and say, if you only want to tap, you have an exclusivity. Why are you not building it? Because I'm too busy building a million things. I'm giving these ideas away to help the world. I have a million ideas. It's a good thing I didn't give my cousin. Build it. Build it. I have so many ideas. I just never can ex execute them. All right. It's probably the most frustrating thing is how many, uh, how many, how many ideas? It's a problem. You're yeah. more entrepreneurs. Yeah. It's just, what, what, what are some, what are some ideas that you've had that you have been able to, that you don't have the time to execute? Now you're putting me on the spot, my friend. I just, I just think, in, you know, at the end of the day, like we haven't really productized, let's call it, this is, says this sound very philosophical, but productize humanity, right? I feel like there's so much talent out there. There's, you know, whether it's recommendations, whatever it may be, there's just, you know, non-quantitative things that we're just not tapping into. Talent. What is talent? Skills are quantitative. Talent is qualitative. Correct. How do I tap into this person's talent? Correct. I have no idea. Like a person could have zero education, literally zero. I have no marketing education. And not that I'm so talented. I'm just saying like people you could have the most amazing, the most unbelievable talent in the world. You'll never know it because they didn't get their whatever MBA. And I just feel like somebody has, like there's a lot of companies. I was once an advisor at a company that didn't succeed at the end, but it was, that's what it focused on kind of quantifying talent. Somebody's got to do that. I feel like the the whole HR world and and recruiting, I think, is totally broken. You know? Yeah, that's my point. Yeah. Right. There are a lot of companies, and I think that's why there's no no talent. Whoever cracks it though, anyway. trillion dollar business. Great, literally. So if I if we can just scale my idea, I'm just saying. Like, is a lot if of, anyone's interested, wants to do it with me, you can reach out through the time. It's almost there's, there's a lot of potential out there in the, in the HR I, world. Look at that. Every other. I come space. by so many people looking for work, and I come by so many people looking for, and it's just I don't know why yeah. they're never. Every never think about it. Every not every but most other spaces have really been disrupted by technology. Like. Think about any, any, right? No, industry. everything, literally, literally, almost any, right, industry, right. You know, shipping, like, insurance, yeah, everything, everything, a, you know, transportation, communication, what, all of them. Technology mm -hmm. plays a serious role when it comes to HR. But, weak. But, right. It's weak. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm I saying. Agree. I've wanted to swap. I agree. And I think it could be. <laughs> all right. And I think that it's backwards. You Build have to play. There's so many things I'm also building that people don't even know about. Yeah. I'm just telling you, like, you know, what I do is not, it's not a scalable thing. But I, people send me their resume. I put it in my Google Drive under folders. Mm. A company says they're hiring for marketing. I send them that folder, and I have a shortcut on my iPhone, so I don't have to write out the whole thing. I do it 50 times a day. And the shortcut says, here is a, a link to a folder of marketing degrees. I don't necessarily know everyone here. We're, we're going to share that. Can we share that publicly, that, that link? Or no? I don't see why not. Are you okay with it? Yeah. I don't see so, great. So, people are looking for marketing CVs. I'll send we're, them we're, the we're gonna, we'll, we'll put in. We'll put in the comments, yeah. or you can reach out to... Uh, you yeah, can reach, exactly, reach, out, reach out to Hill right directly. I'm just saying, like, okay, that's great. And again, I've gotten hundreds of people, but that's not a scalable thing. I'm one person. No, I understand that's not you scalable. You're helping way. people. Right, 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 right. Okay, got it. Okay. The okay. So uh something, do you think there's something back to shifting gears here? Um, people companies trying to raise money. What do you think of the process of how technology companies raise money? How do you think it can improve? I feel that also needs a disruption. Yeah. There, I mean our crowd and mm -hmm. you know, I angel art. Are in a way kind of disrupting. I, I love Eric. I love Angels. Don't get me wrong, but I, I don't think that's. I mean, that's, right. that's a different. Animal. It's a different. I understand. So, so in the traditional sense, how can we disrupt? How does it need to be disrupted? It really is connected to the, the thing we talked about before, which is again, how do you quantify a person's talent? Right. If you've been an entrepreneur who's never done anything before. Right. Like, so it's all personality. It's a cat. Is there an animal there? Yeah. Okay. So, if, like, right. So you meet an entrepreneur who has no track record. You know, their idea is good, but you like, how do you? Invest in a person like that. So we have to figure out a way to disrupt that, right? Obviously, serial entrepreneurs are more investable because right? they've done it before. They know what they're doing. But at the end of the day, like, and, and by the way, I'll, I'll play the devil's advocate, the other side of the table here and say that ideas are kind of worthless. If you think about right, it. Right, right, right. I, I, we've mentioned a few right, in this conversation. Saying, like, just, let's just think about this one second. What was Facebook's idea? What was Twitter's idea? What was right. LinkedIn's idea? What was Google's idea? Google was number, I think, number, I don't know, 17 search engine in the world. What did they do different? They, they just did it better. 
right? Mm. Facebook did it better. It wasn't MySpace. It was Facebook, right? Every every company, like it's not you know, it's not about the idea. It's about execution at the end of the day, right? So I don't know. I mean, you know, I could come up with ideas from now to tomorrow. It's really about the company that's going to execute on this idea, and not about the idea, in my opinion. But this is one of those industries, you know, that's waiting, begging to be disrupted. Right. You know? So okay. So that's what I'm asking you. First off, what do you think? So maybe someone out there will go and run with this. Hopefully, someone here in Israel. What is? What do you think is wrong with the current process? Well, describe to me the current process as you see it, and then I'll tell so you. So I'm sure I do not know the current process, but I hear so many people talking about trying to raise money, and there's a lot of people are raising money now more than ever, particularly in Israel. Right. Um, but I, uh, I think originally, kind of like you know, you, you would submit it, you get um, um, VCs, you probably get opportunities all day. So that's right there. Stop right there. Right. That's not the way it should work. Right. It should be in trade. I agree. Like a company, by the way, just like applying for a job, I don't believe right. you get a CV from someone you don't know their personality. Because right. I think personality, in my opinion, I hire on personality. Personality is far more important than you know. I mean, not necessarily personality, but an attitude more than aptitude. Their person's essence. Right. You can vouch for a person's essence, and they could have zero background. Even right. the idea, by the way, the idea could stink. And if you, if the person is an investable person, meaning that's a person you want to invest in. You can invest in them. The, the, the deal will change. The product will change over time. There are many companies like that. Slack was a game. You know that, right? No, I did not. Slack was a gaming company. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, half the companies you know of weren't right, what they right, are right, now. Right, 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 sure. So, you know, I think... Right. I think, I think yeah, majority of them weren't. There, there really... There has to be a way, and I don't know the answer to this, but to quantify talent, right? Yeah, Not yeah. skills. Skills are quantifiable. This person... Right, but this goes, this goes back to kind of a, a raw thing. Because you, you and I both, both speak to a lot of people in the industry a lot and you can see and you can feel their essence their talent their strengths and that cannot put in all the words in the world can't put that in a vc or in writing right. that needs an individual needs to be experienced in a right. sense right like people are that's just great about long conversations because people are experiencing your personality your energy how you feel things how you see things what you can do right. what you can't do your strengths and weaknesses and mine live right. right now right right you don't get that in a cv you don't get that in a in a, in in a deck, deck. Right. you don't get so i mean and is there isn't there a company that's one vc that's not doing the same as all the other idiots so i'll tell you one of the things that i enjoyed most in my career is the ability to send you know investor decks to like the world's top vcs and they know i don't take a you know right. finder's fee and they trust me because of that and they should i have no you know vested interest here whatsoever but if I send an email to Mark Andreessen, who's, in my opinion, the world's top venture capitalist, who I, I still like, I say it like as if it's, oh, I'm no big deal. I'm no, but I think like, it's crazy. many people would agree with No, that. but I'm saying the fact that I'm even on his radar is crazy. I mean, that's yeah, it's awesome. The time. But uh, no, I send him an email and he knows because he knows because I've, I've sent him a thousand deals over the years. He knows I'm not taking a finder's fee. I have absolutely no vested interest. If, if I'm sending him a company that I'm involved in, there'll be 15 disclosures in the email. He knows that. And so he trusts me, right? There's got to be a way to scale that. Scale that trust, right? Because an investor deck to some rant, you know, I, you can't even, I can't even tell you how many times entrepreneurs reach out to me and they say, okay, I'm building, I'm just doing, I'm building a consumer product, whatever, social media, and I want to pitch battery ventures. So there's, here's a challenge. Here's, here's an issue, I think. Yes. So I'm thinking, how could we like scale the trust, right? So in my, in my opinion, the greatest thing about Amazon, more than the speed delivery and everything, is the reviews. Okay. Okay. But that's that, already been gained. That's that's that, that's my point. Yeah. Now, when you talk about people, not product, everyone's got a fucking opinion. Oh, and drop the an experience with people that people are going to go out of their way to ruin anything that's scalable by manipulating it. 
negatively. So people will do hit pieces. I heard this and that. Hire people for fake reviews. I mean, look at Glassdoor, right? Glassdoor is supposed to this guy and it's full of employers hiring so five stars. Their job, Amazon's job to, 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 right, to, to try to, to try to yeah, weed them out. You know, because at the end of the day, if that's so. But I'm saying, if it's people, not a product, I don't think there's really a way to to weed it out, right? There has to be. There has to be. I don't know the answer to the question. It's a good question, but the, the right, the, the, the ability to due diligence a person and that's what I mean. Like you, so so like I was saying about recruitment, or you were saying about helping investors. I'm putting the Hillow Fold stamp of approval on this, right? Just like I can go into a place to eat. It says it's kosher. No one's there and making sure it's kosher. But there's a rub, but no, just think what that comes in and they put their stamp of approval and I trust them or don't trust them. I don't trust that. Gosh, I trust that everyone has different opinions. So maybe I think what we need is a third. It might have to be an organization for profit, ideally, in my opinion, an organization. Due diligence companies. Yes. And then, then we need someone to watch them, right? Because who's going to fact check the fact yeah, checkers? It's never ending, right? Right, it's I know. Like, then who's going to investigate investigative reporters? You know they'll be paid off in two seconds. Yeah, I understand what I'm saying, right? <laughs> it's like how many of these fact checkers are full of shit, right? Like, You're having a lot of a lot of bombs today. I'm just saying there are children watching. Please. I even noticed I, there aren't children watching. It's on LinkedIn. That's the advantage of being on LinkedIn. Beautiful. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just in general the whole like you know investment startup you know due diligence the whole process in my opinion needs to be disrupted. I just feel like it's broken. Uh, I don't know how. I just think so. Technology can't. I think it needs to be. It needs that human touch. I mean, it's kind of like an agency. It's like agencies can't even scale. Like fact, what I do. The fact that I get, I don't know. I'm gonna say, twenty emails a day. That's like an understatement by far, from companies who want me to connect them with VCs, and nine out of ten of them are are targeting the wrong VCs. They're a consumer company targeting battery ventures. Battery ventures doesn't. They don't invest in consumer. Like, what are you doing? Right. You do any research, right? So and then I have to tell them, go back to the drawing board and come up with relevant, do your research. I'm happy to connect you, but don't send me, you know, requests for introductions to totally irrelevant VCs. Right. So, I mean, listen, it's, it's a broken process. The fact that I have to tell that to, like, it's, right. it's, not, it's not a scalable thing. It's just right. broken. Somebody has to like streamline that process. And whoever does, by the way, it's going to be That's billions, what I'm saying. Billions of dollars. Also in recruitment. And in, there is a way it's to do it. It's funny because we talk about how saturated the market is and how like, there's no, like, what else can you do? But there's so many There's spaces. so many, right. Yeah, there's so many spaces. HR, by the way. In general, HR is just a, it's just a broken. Like I don't, I don't want to, I don't mean any disrespect to those headhunters. We oh no, no, they're, they're doing great work and yeah, they're trying their best. But there's like technology there's, has there's, has to disrupt that, right? You know, I just and again, there, don't get me wrong, there are many you know HR technology companies and they're doing great things, but the fact that anyone is like working through a headhunter, I just. I don't want to, I don't want to offend any headhunters. We love headhunters. I just it seems no, no I mean, to me. I don't right, know. right. No, it's just it's not that it's. They're using the same tools that they've been using forever, right. and it's time for is to and because it has a human element. But I, I worry uh, often it's a numbers game of just trying to get people in the interview, right. and there isn't like no, but, you, but, you know what I mean. Like, but a personal recommendation goes very far. Correct. How do you scale that though? Right. So when Hillfold recommends you know this person to a company, right? If, assuming that company likes me, they'll trust me, right? Right. But that I can only do that once, twice, whatever, twenty, a hundred times. I'm a person. I'm one person. How do you scale that to 20,000 people or to 5 million people? How do you scale the recommendation for HR purposes? Because the recommendation goes a long way. If you right. know that person and you know they can deliver, that's way more powerful and meaningful than, an, than a CV. Right. I, to be honest with you, the fact that we're using a CV in today's day and age is ridiculous. I, I know. I understand. I it's ridiculous. At, I looked at the LinkedIn profile and then I looked at, at your social media posts and that's it. And then that's it. 
the, it's better it's better than a cv in my opinion a cv has the right to exist because let me know like are you like overly emotional on twitter about stupid shit then you know what i mean then you, yeah, you learn a lot right i was like all right that's, that's something i can't hate. that's someone that will hurt the culture that's of, a lesson of, by the way to young professionals just breaking into the market watch what you say online oh yeah i've i've i thought on paper this person's like a dream person and then i go to their and then i and then i go to their i or i went went to his facebook and I'm like, this guy's ISIS. I'm like, you no, seriously, he's a communist, he's a communist. Cycle. Wow. Yeah, no, no, like, I'm saying that's a really big, important lesson to young professionals. Like you think what you say on Snapchat or what you say on Instagram is just like for you and your friends. You correct. are very wrong. Correct. Like this is like, in my opinion, like this is, you know, today we look at CVs or employers look at CVs in a year from now, five years from now, like they're going to look at social media before they look at CVs. Not, right. Now they look at, they look at social media with CVs. Correct. That's future, right. Right. CVs are going to be irrelevant. They're going to look at what this person talks about and what they say, right. what they believe in and what's their you know, work ethic. You can learn so much about a person on Twitter. Correct. So much. Which is which is why I tr I tend to stay off maybe the occasional retweet. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, I, I, don't <laughs> I, I know when I get in, when I, if I get on, if I get active on Twitter, I know it, it will, it can bring out a side of me that isn't the best. I don't know so about, I therefore so I don't know it's, the, it's the same reason why I, I don't bring like junk food into the house. You know? <laughs> I, I listen, I usually try to stay away from politics on Twitter. Um, you know, I try to keep it business oriented so that I can speak to a wider audience, obviously. But when we have you know things like going on today with yeah, well, it's war, it's not war. It's, right? So I, I you know, you know I, maybe I should not go there, but I can't help myself. I'm no, 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 no. You have to. You have to. You have a moral obligation. Right, say, you have a moral obligation. Yeah. I, you know, uh, how, like uh, I mean, so much. I mean. During the Holocaust, the New York Times. Oh, really? And really heavy today. Yeah. They're, they're, well, they're terrible. I mean, they're 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 the worst. Um, I mean, they had hit, hit the Holocaust. They intentionally didn't report on it. People talk about, oh, they didn't bomb the the trains to the. To, I was like, really? I mean, they have they have concentration camps in China of Uyghur Muslims where they're not bombing those trains. We have a question from Natalia. What's up, Natalia? Now she totally agrees about the CV, but what about a video CV? Interesting. Uh, I think that's better than a regular CV. A video CV is interesting, except for one problem nobody knows how to swallow that like no companies that want to like you're you're sending a video cv like what's wrong with you kind of no i well companies okay don't expect I, it. I i good so I'll, it's a standard it's great okay well, let, let me give you another let, let me let me try a different question maybe we'll get the same answer sometimes um i'm engaging with someone on a, on a post on linkedin and then uh i or them will send a connection request right and then sometimes on a rare very rare occasion right you might get a thanks for connecting message back but they'll do like a 10 second video. Hey, my name is whatever, Lior. Never seen that. You've never gotten that. It's great. In 10 seconds. Obviously, this guy it's does really, it a lot really at scale. He says my name. Great to connect. Great. Learn about, it's like, great. to follow you to learn more about LinkedIn ads, whatever. That's it. Very generic. And I'm like, that is go such a far away. Now, I remembered your face. I remembered your voice. I remembered your posture. I remembered every, I remember your name, which is so hard to remember. You know who talks about this a lot, actually? Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he does okay. write in Twitter. Right. You know, so that's great. So I think, a video CV, you might be like, okay, what do I do with this? But you're memorable. Uh, I hear what you're saying, and you, yes, you are memorable. But I still feel like, like the companies have their processes. Is there a negative to it? Yeah, because no. In I, addition to the CV, not instead. Right. So they come on, and you throw in a video, and you do a video introduction. First of all, it depends what's in the video, right? Obviously, you have to. Obviously, I mean, you're dressed nice. Whatever, you're not. No, I'm saying you're, you're not, not stumbling over yourself. No, you're you're not, not. You're not a good communicator. And you're applying for a communication position. Then I'm going to see it quickly. If you're doing a video versus on a CV, where you might might think you're a good communicator, and I don't know better. By the way, talking, isn't like, it surprising? I was reading David Ogilvy's uh, book, uh, the, the King of Madison Ave, the biography, and he was saying how frustrated he gets that marketing and advertising is a communications business, and so many marketers are so bad at communication, yeah. no, yes, and sure, that's why sure. they stuck in marketing. And I think that's a pre-qualifier, since we we're talking about earlier about hiring.
hiring marketers. How good are they at, uh, at communicating? I've noticed a lot of people that I've interviewed in person, uh, half of them have very poor eye contact. Really? Yeah. It's just sitting out here. Right here. right here. Very poor eye contact. And there's one guy I was blown away with, with his eye contact and his, he, he wasn't, he wasn't the right fit for his, he, he didn't have enough B2B experience for whatever his eyes, he wasn't the right fit. But I was, I, uh, I sent him over to three other marketing agencies. I was like, this man has great interpersonal skills. Doesn't have B2B. And you're also, but so I'm going to challenge you on that. Yeah, go ahead. Please. What we talked about before, do you really believe Talk about a lot of things? Yeah, I know. But do you really believe that if a person's intelligent, learns fast, whatever, he needs B2B experience to do marketing for B2B? No, not at all. But if you are, if you've spent 10 years in B2C and e-commerce, you're trying to retrain a brain is harder than getting an empty brain. Wow. I would rather get someone that has no college experience, right? That you can train how they think as opposed to college experience. And they were taught things that are obsolete or not relevant. And now I need to reteach them. It's actually, they're worse off mm -hmm. than someone with an experience. Hear what you're a saying, job but you, you can't, you can't like, the fact is that marketing in the, like the hundred percent of what you need to do good marketing I'd say you're going to disagree with this, but oh, I'd say 78 to 80 percent are are the same, whether it's B2B or B2C. So 20 to 30 percent you need to relearn. But I, I don't think it's fundamentally different. It's about sentiment, it's about getting people to care, it's about communicating. It's all the same stuff, right? right. But there are different, you know, tactics. It's, if you're a good marketer or B2C, you, you have the potential of being a good marketer B2B, in my opinion. I'd probably disagree with that, I assume. That you, if you have, if the, you're a good marketer, you're a good marketer, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? I think we need to define the marketer. I'm saying if you can market a, a consumer product well, you can learn, uh, tweak your, your knowledge and be a good B2B. Yeah. For brand, yes. Advertising, no. Oh, advertising. I'm not even going towards that. that. That's what I just want to say. Bra for branding, I agree with you. Yes. A good a brander. I think you, if you make, let's say, even great websites for B2B companies, I think you would do great doing yeah. also for B2C no, companies. I'm not, I'm not but I think on advertising or SEO, it's it's not even the same. That's a the whole different question. Do we even need advertising, traditional advertising today? But let's stop it for another time. What's, what's All question? right, let's see. We just got a bunch of shout outs and people are saying, uh, hey, Tom, the public's watching. We got a, from Visam, he's our like tech guy on the SEO team. He said the microphone quality is super good. So that's good. All right, what's up, we, we didn't try four mics before this. We did not. Right, no, not at all. Not at all. All right, Daniel asked about the MBA. Here, he also, wait, what did Daniel ask? Is it worth doing an MBA? It, first degree, not relevant. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we probably disagree. disagree. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to see. Unless you're, okay. Some of these questions are the same. Yeah, let's see. Uh, many. Do HR look at GitHub activity? Huh. Good question. I got nothing. I have no idea. Sorry. <laughs> I know what I know. Aton, also know. known as Ethan. Uh, HR recruiters gets tons of CVs. And it's easier, and it's easy to filter out relevant candidates very quickly with a document. That's true. With video, it would just make work more difficult, hard to print, scan quickly over, et cetera. That's that's, that's a legit criticism. No, so I just want to say one thing about that, right? So again, if I showed you my Google Drive, dude, like you wouldn't even, you can't even imagine how many CVs I have. It's it's actually ridiculous. Like literally, like I mean, I have thousands of CVs of people that just sent me their CVs, um, and I think that people don't spend enough time thinking of the recipient. My, oh, I know. I, I've had people, the, the, what they name their CV. Yeah. I, they send me a CV and it's named like, like, like CV version six. ENG. Look at this. These are all my CV. Every folder. Right. Going, right. Every folder right. Here, and you, Logic, right. Literally everything. Right. I have tons of CVs in every. Right. Like, I, and again, this is my opinion. I'm, I'm sure that there are HR people out there disagree with what I'm about to say, but like, why, why would you not send a PDF? 
when it's just cleaner. Why are you sending a Word document with like formatting issues and it looks different on a phone that looks right, like right, a computer? Right, right. Just send me a PDF. By the way, most, most people don't know it looks different. I'm saying, but that's something that you should know. By the way, I'm just gonna. But there's say, a lot, of, right? There are there are actually recruiters who, who ask for a Word document because it's easier to like for them to extract, uh, extract edit, uh, yeah. To me, like, I, well, you should ask for both. So, like, I tell people all the time, send a PDF. I'm like, yeah, but this recruiter said, I'm like, all right, it's my opinion. Send the PDF. It's always cleaner. Send both. Um, I mean, by the way, when I'm sending both. I guess, but I just think, listen. That's an, here's another industry. I just think HR is or, or recruiting is. Begging to be disrupted, like begging. It's I know, I know. It's, it's why I, so yeah, ridiculous. I in here. I, I offered even some potential solutions. It's like I feel you. Do something very like innovative there. All right, so Eitan, you bring up a good point, but so you can do both. What are we talking about? Word, but but he was he was saying just offering a CV is better than a video because it's easier for the recruiter. But you don't want to. But then you're not sticking out. You're not sticking out. This so is, this is a little bit about. This is. Not, I don't think this answer is going to satisfy anyone. But I think whether or not to do a video depends on the company. Depends on the company you're sending it to. That's fair enough. Right? If it's a but company, how would you it's know? Like, I mean, you're not going to send. I'm okay, saying, well, well, let's talk to our Israeli audience because I'm, no I'm not going to send a video CV to Intel, right? Because right? Intel has its processes. Like, you're not you're not going to change Intel's process. It's not oh, okay, happen. fine. But so like, they're an lemonade, enterprise. Lemonade. Okay, I would so send a video to. if they're under 100 employees, no problem. No, it's not about the question of it's not, it's not a question of size. It's a question of mindset. Like Lemonade, shout out to Lemonade, amazing company. No. Uh, Talk no, about this no affiliation here. <laughs> I just love the guy. I love the company and everyone. By the way, they, they made insurance sexy. Like mm -hmm. that's impossible to do, and they did it right. Mm -hmm. So like there, I would you know whether it's shy or Daniel, I would definitely send a video because they're open minded. They're you know thinkers. They're, but you know it depends on your audience. You got to be smart. You don't just just send a video interview to all these enterprises like they're gonna don't even have to swallow it. Like what is that? What are you doing? You know what I mean? And by the way, that's not, I'm not saying that it's a good thing. It's a bad thing that enter enterprises haven't evolved. But it's a fact. You got to know your audience. There, there, there is truth to it. So, I, I, my opinion would be send both. I think there's no, no matter what. So who doesn't matter who? Yeah, I mean, also, send Intel a video of you. No, I'm not like, playing Intel. It? I want. I wouldn't. No, I'm saying, but I would never want to work at a huge okay, company like it that. Depends on the company. You can't send a video to like old school. Right. Okay. So it's useless. I don't think it's going to think it's going to be lost on it. I don't think you'll. I don't think it will go against you. There's so? nothing to so lose sure. other than the time. You're saying send both. Yes. Okay, I hear that. And what about so then? Okay, and then cover letter. I'm, Yes, right. Cover letter. So you're saying three, three documents. I'm asking you, what do you think? Since we're on it, because it is a document somewhere in between the two. Hey, listen, Try, I'm trying to draw clarity. I think no, by this conversation, even if we're saying the same things, a little bit of nuance is people are going to be able to apply certain things to their unique situation. That's not directly. This being is a asked. perfect example of know your audience, right? To you and me, who are let's call it out of the box thinkers, why would I not send you know a, a CV, a video, the whole thing, right? Right. But like you gotta know your point. You gotta know your audience. Who are you applying to? Again, if you're applying to, if you're applying a, for, for a job at Intel, then I'm not looking at your creative. I'm, of course, Yo, I, I'm, you know I'm exaggerating, but like just do what we're asking. I, actually, let me speak directly to the Israeli audience. Send a thank you for your time yes. email. Let alone when I when I used to work in Philly, Morgan Stanley, and Xerox, you always send a handwritten thank you and an email. You, you and it will go such a difference, and but just it, the amount of people they interviewed and then they followed up. Hey, uh, you know, a few days later, you in the decision. I was like, oh, I thought you weren't interested because you just said goodbye and they never heard. <laughs> Not even a thank you for your time. Who was the latest intro I made for you? Uh, the someone that requested to speak to me. What was his name? The, the one before that. The one before that was uh, Aura. Clear.com. Clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was my request. Yeah, yeah. So, right. I specifically requested clear. So let me yes. tell you the story. Clear.com, three brothers. Well, let's give a little background. 
we, we have Cyphones, we have a cybersecurity influencer platform, which is taking off. Clear does influencer marketing a little bit different, very different, trying to see what I can learn from. Just now. They're required. No, they're required. No. Yeah, they're required. I have no idea. Yeah. Anyway, so quick story. Like, you know, I get, I don't know how many emails a day from companies saying, hey, this is what we do, write about us. And I'm like, you couldn't be like, dear blogger, By really, dude, you couldn't come up, you couldn't figure out my name. Like, come on, you know? Clear wrote me an email many, many years ago like a really personalized email. Hi, hello, this is what we do. You thought, you know, you really love this, but really like personalized. They actually studied me, which took them five minutes. Didn't, whatever, but they did it, right? They sent me that email. I'm like, you know what? I don't even know what these guys do. Literally, I'm telling you, I did not know what they did. Like, I'm going to help these guys. Just their communication. Correct. Then I figured out what they do. And they were basically building an influencer platform for social media, which was right up my alley. So I wrote an article about it. Something like, I think the title was the one tool you need to know, something, I don't know, whatever. Something, the one tool you need or something like that. And I wrote it and I tweeted it. Alyssa Milano retweeted me. And an Arab sheik in Saudi Arabia retweeted her. Their servers melted. That's Literally, cool. that's how they launched their company. Seriously. Because they spent two minutes writing an email. Right, right, right. Just right. be human. It's unbelievable. Be human. Stop yeah, thinking yeah. Well, machine. Well, right. Well, unfortunately, I don't think many people know what being human is. Put yourself on the other side. The recipients. What would be most effective? To get a template gear blogger. Like, who's going to respond to that? Right. Think for, I'm not talking about that. I'm not, I'm not saying spend two hours writing an email. 30 seconds more. Those thirty seconds will get you. I know, I, I, I know, I know. It's unbelievable. Just uh, thank you. We, we've hired a uh, uh, on our team, uh, uh, Natalia. She's worked on this for a few months, and immediately I and Gilad, both who both interviewed her for the first interview, were blown away for her first impression by two different reasons. Yeah, I, 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 I mentioned like how you can tell you can tell when I would like clean up your background. No one, no one's looking. It looks like that. She wore a blazer. Other thing, he didn't notice any of that. You know, <laughs> yeah, I guess for different people, it's fascinating. But you could just like uh, so many people don't. What is that? I think it's a police car telling someone. No, no, someone's not telling us to go to the bomb shelter. No, no, no. no. We'll hear. We we have a very nice. Have bomb you guys shelter. been in the bomb shelter? No, we haven't had one siren. Okay, good. Yeah, we've been pretty blessed. How many? In the, I mean, in the night, I'm always stuff? like my, my wife and kids were in the bomb shelter a couple of times. Mm -hmm. I was just like. You're, Tel Aviv. Yeah, yeah, it was, I left Tel Aviv the other day, like literally ten minutes before there was a uh, siren. That I would have been in the bomb shelter in Tel Aviv. Right. I didn't even know where there was one, but anyway. I would have been Crazy times, crazy times, crazy times. Yes. I, we're, wait, so where were we saying before? Uh, I totally. I don't know. That, that police officer totally. What did you say? We're out of time. Wow. Time flies. You're having. Fun. Oh, okay. Yeah, as I said, you were like an hour easily. Wow. I mean, we we don't have to end, do we? We'll shut off. I don't know. Let's, uh, wow, there's there's a whole debate. There's a whole conversation between Chaim and Eitan about recruiting agencies. Yeah, what about? Uh, okay, Eitan, wait, uh, Chaim said, oh, okay, this is interesting. Chaim says, LinkedIn just added a video story option to your profile. Okay, so. Okay. Okay, Okay. Oh, they're calling for you. Okay, I'll take over. Okay, this is interesting. So remember, we were like, what was that sound? And we heard, it was like, wait, was that telling people to go to a bomb shelter? And I said it was a cop. Um, they were they were talking about um, their uh, their. Hold on, wait, let me open that. They uh, this is that's actually really hilarious. What just happened? Uh, I guess he'll park in front of someone's something, and they called the police for him to move his car. And that's what, what we heard, what he thought was uh, sending people to the bomb shelter. Anyway, so I'm going to adjust Chaim's question here. Chaim asked uh, LinkedIn stories. The, uh, LinkedIn just added video and story option to your profile. Yes. Yeah, so here's the thing. I tried it and shut it off. I'm not sure how to use it. I'm a big believer that some mark personal branding can be counterproductive. 
and I don't know how to properly use this yet. So, um, like, um, I, I think some things, sometimes giving too much information it can be about yourself, can be counterproductive in a way. Um, leave a little bit to the imagination to, oh, I already know this person. I feel like I got a good vibe from him. So I'm maybe not going to go and reach out to him or I finally got everything I needed out of that person just by them speaking. That's kind of like my vibe for it. So uh, I'm not really sure. Um, I haven't done it yet. I'm waiting to see a few other people's examples, and then I'm going to go give it a shot. Uh, Eitan, recruitment agencies ask for words so they can remove your personal details before passing it on. Okay, thank you. That's good to know. Um, Chaim asks, uh, because their applicant tracking system isn't, ah, uh, their applicant tracking system isn't compatible with PDF. Isn't that interesting? There's always more than what you think. Yeah. Um, by the way, if you're uh, a marketer looking for a job in tech, um, specifically, um, let me know. Um, I have a lot of clients that are looking to hire relatively senior marketing managers, not, not junior in particular. Um, uh, Mr. Simcha says, I think it is also along the line about a video introduction for companies. Yeah, I guess you can see that, but you don't know. I mean, as me, I have a few audiences, right? And think about you too. You might be looking for work, but also currently employed. So if your employer and then you have your general networking, and then you were trying to hit recruitments or internal HR. And the problem is that you might not give your full picture of who you are with the video. I don't know. I don't know. I honestly have no idea. I do probably intend to do it in the future, but I'm going to have to wait to see what other people actually do there. Um, yeah. Sorry. I don't have a, a better, wow. sorry that I don't have a better answer for you. Nuts. Yeah. So that, that those cops were, were for you. What happened? What were you blocking the driveway? I think we should uh, bounce though, because what you think they're pissing you off? No, like, whatever. Anyway, yeah. whatever. Anyway, so uh, no, I was answering some questions about you know, LinkedIn now has on your profile that you can uh, do a video instead of a. And I and I said I'm not ready to. Does do everyone that. have that? Is it, is it launched? To everyone? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I haven't done it yet. I I tried it. It's. I think I'm worried that you can do more. Uh, you. I, I've learned in personal branding. I think sometimes you you need to be careful. You don't. You can. You can, it's possible to be counterproductive into your, your goal. And I think that uh, some people are not good on video. You got to know you. you gotta that, know that's true, too, by the way. I didn't mention that. If you're not good on video, then obviously, then don't do most it. People, most people who aren't good at video don't know they're not good at video. So. Well, I, I think, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you're doing it. I'm just saying. So, some people, listen, I, by the way, when I talk to uh, entrepreneurs about, about content, uh -huh. you know, obviously, I'm a big video guy. I love video, I love audio, but it's not meant for everyone. Some people are just not good, are better at writers, you know, Correct. They're, they're not as charismatic and. You know, some people uh, I don't mean to be rude, but like they're just not video friendly. Yeah, so yeah. Fine, what, what do they say? You have a they have a, they have a good face for radio. Yeah, good <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you know, I don't mean any offense to anyone. Listen, some people are better writers. Some people are better, you know, audio, a good voice. Some people are better, you know, video in terms of visuals. Just to, you have to know your talents. That's all. All right. Not sorry for everyone. So let's let let's close out. If anyone has any following last questions or the comments, only, throw them in now. Bet you this is the only LinkedIn live. That you got that you, the person you were interviewing almost got arrested. I only got arrested, but <laughs> it was definitely the I'm most. Tell, tell it doesn't matter. It was probably never had that. I'm just saying, I, I'm just gonna tell some grandkids. I was doing this, this interview. This well, you don't even have to tell them. You can, you can send them a link. There you go. <laughs> all right, so let's do a quick recap because we do go through a lot. All right, so let's go one. Um, first, uh, higher education. I say STEM, not worth it. You think there's still 
something to be learned. Maybe at the right university yeah. can be well rounded. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. I still think you should get that in high school. You can still get that online, or you can or you can get that Dude, from it's a you round. All right, whatever. No, but I, okay. Then the other thing I think is uh, we talk about disruption, right? So anything and literally anything and everything can be disrupted. And we've talked about two things that have a human element that's hard to disrupt, have yet to be disrupted. And if you want to do it for recruitment, reach out to me. Um, one is recruitment. And then the other one is investor relations. Do you think there's something else also that hasn't been disrupted? I would assume it's a human thing, right? Trying to think of another. I mean, there are a lot, but I'm sure blanking right now. But yeah. right, and it's hard to scale. Or I mean, listen, a lot of a lot of uh, it's a primitive industries have been disrupted by technology. Things that you would never imagine, like insurance, right? Um, but I think there's there's still many industries that are very old school. In medicine, you know, with all and there's a ton of innovation. In At the end of the day, like you're still going to like doctor's office and waiting in line. Like there, there's things to be done. I think. Yeah, 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 but that's also a cultural thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just some people, you you can have online shopping, but there's so many people that just are so used to, and even I sometimes just like just walking up and down yeah, the aisle. You want to hold it. Yeah, yeah. And that's legit. I think yeah, but there are companies. I think that's just, and yeah, go ahead. There are companies. I can't actually talk about them because I am signed at an NDA. There are companies that are going to take the best of both worlds and combine them into an amazing shopping experience. But beautiful. I love to hear that. I want to hear about that. Nose, by the way. Uh, that's pretty cool. That I fly at my nose? Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's fun to meet you. So we're gonna. I need someone to zoom in on that and get it in slow motion. Yeah, literally fly on my nose. That's hilarious. Okay, and then uh, another. Um, I find actually this we didn't the only LinkedIn live that you've done. Someone had a flag off their nose. So that admitted to it. Because okay. <laughs> I don't. I feel like if it's happened to someone else, they didn't acknowledge it. <laughs> I don't know if that says more about the fly or your nose. <laughs> All right, and you know where Woody's a great. Yes, it was. It was. It was. It was. I'm not being constantly held. When. Government probably needs the biggest disruption, yeah. but the problem there is uh, is, 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 is teachers' unions is an yeah. example, right? Counterproductive, anti-education. Well, I have to say, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm subjective, but I have to say, I think think about all the things that the government in Israel are doing, like you know, it's chief scientists. I think the general. Listen, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of primitive garbage in the Israeli government, but like, yeah, I mean, Israel has socialist roots and isn't there's, too. There's old. a lot of forward thinking, specifically when it comes to technology, you know? right? Because they have because technology came after, in my opinion, I think this happened in America too. So the Te 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 technology is what we call technology. Israel, Israel, the technology we use today is so relatively right. new right. that they're having the regulations are always playing catch up. True. There, there aren't pre-regulated, you know, because it's not primitive industry. Is there another country that has like a chief scientist that's funding tech companies with no equity and no? I, I don't know if such a thing. I wouldn't be surprised for smaller, smaller countries because you need that to compete. It's, I mean, it's harder. You need to go Israel, out of your way. You need to hustle. In Israel, I feel like innovation isn't just innovation. Innovation saves lives. Like, well, that's correct. You know, that's we correct. need innovation to survive. Right, but we need we need innovation, innovative ideas, right. not just technology, an innovative way of thinking, which goes back to why you I don't want people to. Yeah, yeah, congratulations, Bob. Yeah, you know, I won't know the story there. She what? was in the Air Force. No, she, I, don't, I don't know her story. Okay, so What's her name? Yeah, El Vizel was in the Air Force, and I, I could be telling the story a little bit wrong, but this is the concept. She was building like the technology for fighter pilot uh, helmets, and then she took that technology and adapted it to e-commerce. Mm -hmm. Built a company that was like you, any retailer in the world was using her technology, and then Walmart just acquired her. But she took the knowledge from the Amazing. army and applied it to. It was like. Uh, it was like better place when they took the technology of holding missiles, yeah, totally, totally but they get me angry. Shy place, Gassi gets like, me so angry. I could talk about better place for a month. Just move on. It's, it's such a mess. It's such a miss. Like it, it's unbelievable. Such a miss. They literally built it's, Tesla before Tesla. I know. What, what, how did you mess that up? Okay. It, it, easily, the, the guy. This thing, he's too too much of a global guy. I'm going to meet him, by the way. Are you I really want to meet him? Uh, I would I would love to ask him some hard questions. Really then, not in a rude way, but because like 
Why on earth, when you have Israel and Denmark, small, such great countries, you're spending money in California taxis in Tokyo? That's like, what I would ask. Like, that. I would have, that's the first that's question. What's what happened to focus? You know? Really? Right. Yeah, I know. I know. That would do. Really? I know. I know. How about you, the normal car. Like, I know. I know. Driving. I know. I was like, Tesla, like, I was like, Renault. I was like, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a. Yeah, I mean, they made a lot of mistakes. You know how much money you raised? Yeah, 900 million. Mm, like 900 million dollars, right? It's crazy. I think it was, how it was, do you earn the 900 million dollars? Or a billion dollars. Yeah, I just read the book about it. Do you read his book? His book? You read a book? About Better Place. No. It's an amazing book. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot to learn there. All right, cool. All right, so we, we, I get disrupting how you can relate to human beings. And I think that's, by the way, uh, just a side note for my industry is that people talk about, you know, Google's using more and more AI and technology to start doing more optimization is being done by Google machine learning. Still very little, right. but it's it's coming more and faster. I think Google's the most interesting company in the entire industry. I, I would agree with you. And, um, but there, you but there's why? always, well, you know why? Well, how come? Tell you what, probably ah. for a different reason. Sorry for interrupting you. No, it's fine. Close enough. Um, I think Google's the most interesting companies company out there because they are not afraid to fail. Right. Right. Well, they, they put out they put all their resources behind Google Plus, fail, no problem, shut it down. Right? They put exactly. all their resources behind Google Shopping, fail, put it out. They just they're willing to try, they're willing to experiment. But Apple's like, you know, I love right, Apple. Don't get right. me wrong. Whoa, 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 whoa. Someone's I think I've you don't even know this. I've changed it over the course culturally of culturally speaking, I think Google like nailed. If you want to put your shirt inside out now, <laughs> I think Google is the most interesting company. I listen, Apple makes superior, unbelievable products, but I think Google, when it comes like culturally, you're hedging your bets. <laughs> culturally speaking, and like the I think the culture of failure, you right? Know, is is in, no, I, I only accept it, encourage it, encourage it. What do they say? Like twenty percent of the time, work on your own personal projects, so you can yeah, for Google, something like that. But you also need such fat profits and monopoly in order to be able to come. You need to come from a place of comfort to do that. I think it's the chicken and egg. I think what came first. No, I think I think I think monopoly. first you need the profit in the monopoly. No way, their culture made the monopoly because they were such a forward-thinking no, company. No, they're they're in a they are a monopoly. We agree with that. I'm saying once you're a monopoly, then you can spend money on and be of no alternatives, and you don't have any competition. You don't have any of that. It's not, they had comp when they started. There were billion search engines. Out correct, there. But, and, and they weren't uh, correct, and they weren't. So they built a unique product. Yes, and then they got once the monopoly. you capture the monopoly, then you can go ahead and do that. The way around, they built the product, then they got the monopoly. I understand. No, it's because what they, if you dominate in something, you there. Let me give you, let me put another example. LinkedIn, okay? If they dominate their product, which they have a long way to go, and their advertising platform, which they have a long way to go, they are, uh, they are a monopoly for the most part. Let's just say, right? They, so the product came first, then the monopoly. Right. Then once they're there and they're paused and, they're, and their cash flow is nice and flowing, which they need to improve their product to get there. Then they can go, hey, employees, go spend your time on testing and I mean, this and that and make example. crazy acquisition. And then I don't that. think there's a good example because it's Microsoft, but I mean, <laughs> like I know, that. I know. It's just funny. But I'm just saying in general, like, I think it's a chicken and egg situation. I, mm -hmm. I think Google built something truly unique and they focused on the user experience. They focused on, you know, very unique company culture and just, they were just, they just blew everyone out the water. And that's why they became a monopoly, not the other way around. All right, you know I, I just think it depends on what you do. I mean, you have to do something to be not. Let me give you like, how do you become a monopoly if you don't have a good product? No, but you don't just need a good product. You need something like a some kind of like a, a they're they're okay. It's LinkedIn. They didn't is, have any LinkedIn, LinkedIn is different because it has a network effect that boxes that able to to prevent other right. other it's, people to okay. disrupt. Right. So, so uh, there there there's a difference when you get that far ahead. It's very it's very easy to make. Like I called the cops on me. Yeah, someone did. He literally called. There's a cop there. I was I like, he's gonna be a ticket. He gave me a ticket. Thank God. You gotta just. First of all, how did he even know my name? They, they looked, looked up, up your tags. Holy smokes, man. That's intense. <laughs> that is intense. I mean, they came on the speakers driving around the block saying, stuff. 
and this is like the quietest block. When was in the last world. time you did a LinkedIn live with a criminal? Uh, actually, I've done one with a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, dude. actually, this might be your LinkedIn live with a criminal. Show no. Uh, all right, so we went through disruption and fundraising. If anyone needs any marketing CVs, um, or in general, CVs. or any CV, all oh, right, you got you started everything. Uh, reach out to Hill or I. We're able to get that. If anyone has any questions, of where can they find you? Hills Fold. Yes, H I L Z F U L D. Or Zed, if you're British. Zed. Yeah, I think that we'll figure it out. If you just Google my name, it's. You know, I think we disagree on a lot, which is great because yeah. more values extracted is great. But, but I think something we do agree on. I think there was some kind of understanding. I think everyone's agreeing on this. No, I think like ten percent of people would agree to this a year ago, and I think maybe fifty percent do now. Is is don't believe everything here in in the media. Don't believe the experts. Don't believe the so-called fact checkers. Don't believe. Except for you, I believe everything he says. Thank you. Same. Thank you. Just about to say me too. You too. Well, by definition, <laughs> I support that. I should have been thinking it was circular. All right, we're signing off. Thank you, everyone. If you guys have any questions, reach out to us on LinkedIn. It was a lot of fun. Peace. Cheers.